daughters, sisters, and wives. They're gonna change our lives. Eat women, eat girls. They'll make a better world. Invest in Now here's your host, Catherine Gray. Welcome to this week's episode of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, the founder of She Angel Investors and the co-founder of the She Angels Foundation, both designed to help fund women. I have on a great guest today. We are talking about Equal Pay Day, which is today, the day that we're launching this video. And I am so glad to have with us the movie director and writer of the Lily Ledbetter movie. We're going to be talking about how and when that's coming out and all about that story that is so significant as we talk about Equal Pay Day. Please give a warm welcome to director and writer Rachel Feldman. Hi, Rachel. How are you? I'm well. Thank you so much for including me and inviting me. I'm delighted to be here with you. Thank you. Well, today's this day to have you on, that's for sure. And, you know, no matter what day anybody's listening to this, uh, equal pay day is really every day. Uh, we want equal pay, right? Uh, so this is about uh, the inefficiencies of gender uh, in the pay world, uh, you know, how underfunded women are, how underpaid they are. Uh, we still get 81 cents to every dollar that men get. So it means we're working a lot of free hours, right? That's right. And it's worse for women of color. Yes. Uh, so let's talk about a little bit about you, because everybody likes to get to know, well, who is this writer, director, and why is she on this mission to help change the world? Um, and then we're going to talk about the movie and the very exciting news of who's been cast in the movie, when it'll be coming out, uh, how important it is. Um, a little bit about you. You were born in uh, New York, right? Uh, that's right, the Bronx. In the Bronx. Awesome. And I read that you were the first uh, girl in the first generation of Americans in your family. Well, my parents, were, I'm second generation. My parents were born first, but in my fa I'm second generation. Yes. First girl yes. in the second generation. Okay. Yeah. And where's your family from? My fr from New York. Uh, my grandparents were all from Russia. Um, and, you know, the Anveron, who, what, who knows what exact country they were at that particular moment. But uh, my grandparents were from Odessa, so they came over without speaking any English, but they were uh, socially active. And before they could really even speak English, they were involved in, the, in labor unions and uh, labor rights and very politically involved and then became very involved in the civil rights um, movement. And so I come from a family that has justice, um, you know, very firmly planted in our DNA. I love that. I had a feeling that that was, you know, perpetuated by your background and your family. Um, I too am a, a big proponent of the underdog. So I saw we have that in common and something that we've both been working on all of our lives. And I, I love that we have that same vision, uh, especially when it comes to women, uh, because we are the underdog and we are the underpaid. And how are we going to fix that? And it's movies like you're working on that are going to do that. You know, being a woman, uh, director, writer in Hollywood is not easy. So I know you haven't had an easy road. Uh, you 
um, graduated, I saw from uh, NYU Film School, one of the best film schools in the country, of course, in the world. And you, your first uh, directing job I saw was Doogie Howser. That's right. Yeah, that's great. That's wonderful that uh, that uh, producer gave me that opportunity, right? It was. I mean, it was. It was. A, it was at least. 12 years between graduating film school and getting that first job. Wow. And, and, you know, it doesn't sound like a lot of years now that we are who we are and we're adults, but when you're a young filmmaker or a young anybody and you have climbed the ladder in the way that you're supposed to do, I was an assistant, I was a storyboard artist, I went to film school, I made a graduate thesis film, I won awards, I got grants, I made more short films, you know, I did everything that I possibly could. And then when I was no longer a student, but I was out in the marketplace, I saw that, you know, girl directors were just not getting hired. And um, so it took a good 12 years until I did get hired professionally. I mean, in that time, I continued to write, I continued to make short films, I continued to work for other directors, but I wasn't, I wasn't a for hire director, you know, hired through the Directors Guild, paid a fair wage um, until many years later. And then even after I received that amazing opportunity and went on to direct Picket Fences and other very, very high quality shows, at that point, which was the mid 90s, every job was as difficult to get as the first. And so while Fair Pay and Lily Ledbetter and women striving to get an equal amount of money as men in jobs where they are working in tandem side by side, for me and for my fellow sisters in the, in the cinematic arts, the problem for us was just exclusion. We weren't not getting paid a fair wage, we weren't getting hired. Right. And so, you know, it's the same, but it's different. And yet I want to say kudos to you. You've worked on over 75 TV and movie projects. So, you yes. know, you are a trailblazing woman in this arena and have done more than most, uh, even with all those obstacles. So really anybody who's overcome all those obstacles and done that many projects, uh, I really applaud you. Well, um, I appreciate you saying that, but in just to put it in a little perspective, mm -hmm. the guys that I graduated from film school with who started out at the same time and who have been in it as long as I have, yes, I have my 70 or so credits, but they have, you know, 300 and 400 credits and have been directing television and features and pilots and show running and producing and directing. And, you know, yes, thank you very much. You're right. I have. And I'm very grateful for my career. But it has been a tough, tough slog in a way that it hasn't been for my male counterparts. Right. And you're saying like, you've yes, you've done a lot for a woman, but not in comparison to the opportunities that men have had. Yes. But you certainly have trailblazed uh, a path Thank for you. the women coming behind you. And, um, you know, I love that you have worked in so many aspects of the business. I think that's what makes a great writer director that you know, we were just talking about, you did the voiceover for Lucy on Peanuts and uh, also, um, you know, not only a, a writer, but an actress and uh, done so many things in that field to make you a better writer and director. Um, and I just want to mention some of the amazing shows you've worked on that people would recognize, The Rookie, Blue Bloods, Criminal Minds, The Baxters, uh, just a variety. Um, and is there some specific genre that's your favorite that's an interesting question. Um, is there a genre that's my favorite? I would say 
you know, look, I'm a dramatic director. I don't do ha ha comedy. I don't do jokes. Everything for me comes out of character. So whether it's, if the character is, is a, an antagonist has a problem and it becomes a thriller or a suspense piece, of course, that's very delicious to jump into genre work to do thrillers and suspense and even horror, which I've done. I love dark material. But then again, you know, a wonderful family drama with great characters where there is conflict within the relationships. You know, as a director, it's a visual medium. And the beauty is that we get to work with actors and performance and story and pictures. Mm -hmm. And so um, I would say any story that allowed me to invest all of those elements together is a genre that I enjoy working in. Which then would explain why you are so excited to uh, have written and, and you're going to be directing the Lily Ledbetter movie, uh, Lily the Movie. People can see uh, details about this at lilythemovie.com. Lily, Lily lilymovie.com. A lot of people, uh, especially young people, may not know who Lily Ledbetter is. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that and why this is such an important story, especially on Equal Pay Day. Right. So for those that don't know, this was the first piece of legislation that Obama signed, uh, the Lily Ledbetter Fair Act, uh, Fair Pay Act. Um, and this was back in, was it 2009, right? Yes. yes. 2009. And, and what did it mean? Um, and, and why was she fighting for this? And so the movie basically is about how this woman was uh, moved up the ranks at Goodyear Tire and was uh, in management and whatnot, and came to find out that her male counterparts were getting paid a lot more money than her, much more pension benefits and everything. And it ended up at the Supreme Court. And so the fact of the matter is, that even though she won and she won millions of dollars, they fought it, appealed it as most big companies will. You just can't fight corporate America. They have such deep pockets. And she never did see the money that she deserved uh, for fighting this, but it made inroads by creating these laws. And so tell us a little bit about your movie. What What is it about, about uh, her struggle and why this is so important and how this new law has impacted the situation and where we stand now. So let's talk about all of that. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot, yeah. a lot of questions. Uh, let me talk about the film first because I know more about the film than I do about the politics. Um, what motivated me to want to make a movie about Lily was of course that there was this everyday citizen, factory worker um, who who took it upon herself to fight against these monolithic patriarchal structures, right? And she was relentless in her pursuit of justice, even though it had huge cost to her personally and to her family. Mm -hmm. And so I saw her as a real Shiro and I saw her, her story of tenacity and and, and discipline and belief in herself and belief in what was right. Um, and her ability to just keep picking herself up no matter how many times she was beat down um, as, as something that was an important message for women and men, for everyone all over the world. If you've been you know, othered by anything or anyone in any aspect of your life, her message is an important message for you. So while on the surface, 
the politics and the laws of what Lily accomplished are the architecture upon which my movie sits. What's more important for me as a filmmaker is telling a story, a personal story, an emotional story, a psychological story of a woman who was capable of withstanding all of this tremendous pressure and prevailing for herself, even though she failed in the end in terms of getting the money that she was deserved. She start, she saw in the end, she came full circle and really became transformed into the woman that she'd always dreamed she could be as a little girl growing up on a dirt farm, having nothing, being told she was worthless. This beca she became a woman who was full of value and had come come into herself. So that was that was a story that I wanted to tell. And really as a as a filmmaker, as a storyteller, it's my job to to, to know a good story when I see one. And her story sort of hit the hallmarks of, of, of narrative goldmine, you know, you know, so I just knew it was going to make a great film. And I believed and I do believe that I'm the filmmaker to tell that story because I do feel it so personally and so um, um, with such compassion. Well, you know, you and I agree on one thing, and that is that film and television is what changes culture. You know, once you educate people about something, uh, they can't say they don't know. And I feel like this is a really important film to educate people of every age and every ethnicity out there that does not know this story and does not understand really how um, imperfect the system still is, how much less women get paid. We still got to be sounding that horn and letting people know not only that it exists, but that it's not okay. And how are we going to change it? And we need more women decision makers in the companies because that will impact it, no doubt. Um, but to educate people through this film is very important. And like you said, her story is amazing. Um, as a filmmaker, I can see why you want to get behind this film. It's a story that I really can't believe hasn't been told. So I'm really thrilled that you're doing that. And I know you're fundraising for this film. For those that want to visit rachelfeldman.com or Lily, the uh, Lily Movie, L-I-L-L-Y, lilymovie.com. Yep, you got it that they could reach out to you and, and be a part of uh, raising money for this film. Um, and be, you know, if you really are interested in making change and you feel passionate about it and you want to invest in a movie, this would be the one to do it. And we're, ta we're taking investment as well as nonprofit contributions as well, which is an oh, interesting fantastic. way to structure films. So it, you can come into the project either way. You know, it's interesting what I've learned you know, I'm a writer and a director primarily on producing this film. This is really the first film that I've been very much part of producing. It's been on my shoulder and I've been shepherding this single-handedly for a long time. And now I have a wonderful team and amazing partners who have successfully produced many, many films, including the Chicago 7, which is nominated for six Academy Awards right now. Um, but what's interesting to me is how our entire industry is set up against women. And not just women directors or women writers, but actors and how foreign sales and how you cast these things and how you structure these things and how they're financed. There are so many um, uh, chits against female filmmakers and female storytellers that we felt that we were obligated to raise the money independently and make this film independently because the industry's just, there, there are too many obstacles for women and we want this film to live and breathe. 
Yeah. And, you know, uh, like I said, you know, this feels like an Aaron Brockovich type of movie. It's like a story that needs to be told. Uh, and I love who you've cast. I feel like it's the perfect person to play the role, uh, which is Patricia Clarkson. And uh, very excited that you've just signed her. Uh, you know, she'll do a phenomenal job. So um, I agree with you. It takes a, a team of people around it that are the producers, the fundraisers, uh, and everybody else that's really passionate about the film to make a really great film. And it sounds like you really have aligned the perfect team of people that all really feel so impassioned about it. So I, I applaud you. And I, I think it's going to be a, a great project. I can't wait to see it. Do you have a timeline of when people could expect to see it? Um, we are hoping to shoot this fall. A lot of that will depend upon whether we can build our budget. Uh, we're doing very well. We've raised quite a bit of money, but we have more to raise. We'd like to shoot it this fall, which means that it would be available for sale or film festivals or broadcast um, second quarter, third quarter of 22. But one of the things that I'd really like to say, you said Aaron Brockovich is, you know, often in the olden days when you had a social action, a, social, a socially relevant film, often those would become documentaries or they would become sort of biopics, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in making a biopic. I'm not interested in making another movie about a great lady who did a great thing. Those are wonderful, I love them. That's not what I'm interested in doing. You asked me before about genre. I'm really more of a genre filmmaker and this film to me is a political thriller. There were so many obstacles, so many antagonists. People tried to kill her. Her yeah. life was in danger. Um, just standing up for what she needed to stand up. And there were so many levels, you know, it started with the rednecks and then the bureaucrats and then Congress and then big money. And it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And so I'm out to make a popcorn movie. I'm not, I'm not, I know we will affect hearts and minds because yes. it's such a great movie, but I'm out to make a popcorn movie where you are entertained and you are sitting on the edge of your seat and it is filled with both suspense and heartbreak, there's a beautiful love story at the center of the film between Lily and her husband, Charles, um, as well as euphoria. And I, 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 I hope and I believe that people will leave the theater with tears in their eyes and hope in their heart for a better day for women. Yeah, I mean, because what she's done uh, is something that needs to, a story that needs to be told. And I can't imagine the struggle. Uh, one thing that comes to mind, just that more movies are coming out like this, is um, the Billie Holiday versus the U.S. Uh, movie. And so I think, you know, hopefully as more women are the decision makers in Hollywood, more movies about courageous women will be coming out and being greenlighted. Uh, it's time. And this movie is very timely. And uh, I think uh, anyone listening that's in the industry that can help uh, move it forward uh, needs to uh, reach out to you at lilymovie.com or rachelfeldman.com. Uh, I, for one, am a big cheerleader of your project. Uh, I'm so glad that we're talking about it on Equal Pay Day. I want to remind our listeners that we still get you know, 81, per, 81 cents to every dollar that men do. And that's got to stop and that's got to change. And I do believe it's movies like this that'll help move the needle. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. And the statistics are worse as you go from, from uh, black women to Latino yes. women to Native American women, the, yes. the numbers get worse and worse. They go down into the 60s. I mean, there's like a 40% disparity between what, what white men earn and what Native American women earn. 
Yeah. And let's just say for the same jobs. For the exact same job. Yeah. Let's be clear on that. Um, well, thank you so much for the work you're doing. And um, how can people follow you all on social media? Yeah, I also want to say one other thing. We're going to have an impact campaign that's going to accompany the film. So the film as an entertainment is not a standalone. We're, going, we're building a very powerful impact campaign that will commence before the release of the film and will live on long after. And we are already involved with the National Women's uh, Law Center and the Gina Davis Institute for Media. You know, so many organizations that are coming on, philanthropies, corporations that are investing in workplace safety for women. So the film will be one aspect of it. The impact campaign will be another. Um, I am on Twitter at Women Call Action. I would love anyone to follow me. That would be delightful. Um, as you've said, we do have a website, www lily with two l's movie.com where our producer's information is there and anyone can reach out to him um and i have a website if anyone is interested in me as a writer director which is rachelfeldman.com as you say thank you wonderful well thank you so much for being here and sharing the vision of this movie can't wait for it to come out uh please again look up lilymovie.com and rachelfeldman.com uh, remember, everybody, to also follow She Angel Investors. We are so happy to have you join us this week and every week. And remember to invest in her. All right. Make it a great week. Thank you so much, Rachel. Take Thank care. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Our theme music was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasic.